Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode of the Intuition Co podcast. I am your host Georgia and I am so grateful to have you here today. Today we are talking about a very exciting topic that I am so excited to delve into, daily habits that changed my life. There are so many things that I implement on a daily basis and that I have found over the past couple of years that help me maintain my best self. And today I wanted to delve into them, discuss them, and hopefully give you a little bit of inspiration as to things that you can integrate into your own daily life that will raise your vibration, help contribute to emitting good energy, and just help you feel your best. So if you're interested in the daily habits that I have found really have changed my life, then today's episode is for you. I'm going to start off at number one. We're going to dive straight into it. One that is my biggest contributor to my overall well-being and health. And I think you probably all know what I'm going to say. All of my friends definitely do because I talk about it all the time. It is journaling. Journaling is one of those tools that I cannot recommend enough. And I've spoken about it on my social media platforms a bunch but today I thought I would um, give you a bit more context as to what I actually do and the practice that I have been doing for quite a while now that has really changed the game for me and I contribute a lot of my positive energy to this process. Journaling is very different for everyone and it may look different for you You need to find something that works for you, but I really encourage you if you haven't before to dabble with journaling and try different modes. I know for me, I'm a classic girly. I love a good journal, some good pages, a good pen. It really is therapeutic for me, Um, but I know that a lot of people also enjoy using maybe like a Word document um, and they like typing their journal entries. Some people like using the notes function on their phone or I've been listening to a podcast and they were talking about doing voice memos where you can kind of like offload the things that are in your head verbally and then delete it or keep it if you want to listen back to it at some point. But there's so many different forms of journaling and I really encourage you to spend the time exploring what works for you. Um, and in what way journaling can help improve your life because there's no like one size fits all approach. It differs depending on the type of person that you are. But for me, journaling is a great way to clear some of the mess in my brain. I am an overthinker. I do spend a lot of time analyzing situations. Sometimes that can be a really great thing, but A lot of the time it just contributes to the mess in my head and I have a lot of thoughts and journaling gives me a way to offload those thoughts and to get them out of my head so that I have room to think about other things that require a bit more brain space. So I use my journal firstly as a brain dump. Um, I really enjoy just having that space where sometimes it doesn't make sense. I can just put down all these random thoughts and feelings that I have, but most of the time it looks like a little bit more 
of an unpacking kind of situation for me. So there will generally be like a big overarching feeling of the day or situation in my head or something that I'm overthinking and I get the chance to flesh that out a little bit more and go in explain how I feel, get that load off my chest, but then unpack it a little bit and go, well, why do I feel like that? Challenge those thoughts, challenge those behaviors and try and find a deeper meaning behind that situation. What does that situation tell me? Maybe it is a fear of being abandoned, which is a big theme for me, or maybe it comes down to uh, my, you know, self-belief that I'm not good enough. And I try to really unpack these thoughts. And that's only come about after a lot of my therapy sessions and working out how to do that with my psychologist in a very like individual tailored way. But a lot of the time and a lot of my past journals are just kind of word vomit, like just a big brain dump, whatever's in my head, clear it so that you can move on from it. And that's kind of the first part of my journaling process. And then we move on to those positive behaviors that I really do believe have such an impact on how I show up every day. It is my gratitude and my affirmations. Gratitude is a no brainer. And I feel like I don't even need to explain it very much because we all hear about the importance of gratitude, practicing gratitude every day. Um, and it truly is a big big positive. If you can practice gratitude daily in whatever form that may be, whether it's just at the end of your meditation session or when you first get up in the morning and it's a mental process, or uh, maybe you share that with your partner. Maybe you just have like a bit of a process where in the morning when you're having your morning coffee with your partner, you both share what you're grateful for, for the day. Um, But for me, that involves actually writing it down Um, I find a lot of power in that writing down, not just what I'm grateful for, but why am I grateful for that? And it gives it a little bit more meaning and a little bit more depth to whatever it is that I'm grateful for. And sometimes they can be really deep. It can be a really deep thing that I am grateful for, but sometimes it's, you know, very simple. It could just be the sun coming up this morning or the clear blue skies or the fresh air or having your coffee and listening to the birds. And sometimes it's bigger than that. It's your health. It's your job. It's your well-being. It's your family's health. It's your support network. Um, But practicing every single day, three things that you're grateful for, makes such a difference to your neural wiring after, I would say, probably a month. I noticed a massive difference in my cognition and how I thought. And following along from that is affirmations. I... I've done a lot of research on affirmations and there's a lot more research coming out actually explaining the neural effect of practicing affirmations and what that actually does for the wiring of your brain. And I have really tailored this to myself. I don't enjoy saying it. Sometimes I say it as I'm writing it, but um, I'm not really big on, for example, looking in the mirror and saying those I am statements. Um that's just not really realistic for me. So I do write them down at the end of my journaling session and I go through the ones that feel most aligned to me on the day. Um, And because I've been doing it for a while, it's very tailored to 
what works for me. So I am strong. I am capable. I can do hard things. And it's tailored to how I'm feeling in the moment. But if you can practice affirmations daily or every second day, I really do believe you will notice the same difference um, that I did within my own self-confidence, self-awareness, the trust that I had within myself. It really just helped me connect to myself and back myself a lot more. Um, So the power of affirmations is so underrated. And I truly encourage you, if you haven't already, to incorporate that into your journaling routine. My second habit is water intake. And I have my naturopath to thank for this. My naturopath, the first appointment I had with her, she was like, how much water are you drinking? And she's doubled it. She like is so bang on about how much water I should be having. And she influenced me to buy a two liter Frank Green bottle, which I feel like not many people have. And it looks a little bit intimidating, but it works. It really does work. If you've got a massive water bottle... (laughs) It will help you drink more water. So get a really cool drink bottle. I would recommend that. I also have my like one liter Frank Green bottle, which I feel like is a lot more common um, and probably a lot less intimidating size wise. Water intake impacts so much. It impacts how your body feels. Water is obviously really important for um, a lot of your body processes and your organ functioning, your mental clarity, your energy. And I have noticed such a difference. Like when I am really hydrated, I am my best self and really trying to hit that four liters of water a day, which is a lot. And I must say, I don't do that every day. I obviously go through busy periods where even sometimes three liters is a massive struggle. And especially in winter, I feel like I don't drink much water in winter. Um, But just being more conscious, I guess, of your water intake and trying to increase your water intake where possible is so beneficial for your mental clarity. Like I just really do feel like I'm my best self when I'm hydrated and I've actually gotten into the habit. I fill my bottle up with water and ice before bed so that the first thing that I do in the morning now is just have a massive drink of water. So I probably have about 400 milliliters of water first thing in the morning because your body's obviously quite dehydrated from sleeping. You haven't been drinking while you're asleep, obviously. And it is really a habit that has changed a lot for me. My third habit for you is meditation and mindfulness. Surprise, surprise. We hear this everywhere. Like if you go to a psychologist I and they practice ACT, acceptance commitment therapy, I am almost certain that they will talk to you about mindfulness if you are anxious because it does so much for you. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about my meditation mindfulness routine. I am quite flexible with it because I have never found myself to be able to stick to like a strict meditation schedule. I would love to and I'd love to be that person that does a 15 minute that does a 15 minute meditation every morning. But for me, that just hasn't been as realistic. It's still a goal of mine. I still am working towards that. But what currently really works for me is on the days that I'm not doing a set meditation. Um, and may I say, there's all different types of morning meditations. You can incorporate meditations that go into affirmations and go into gratitude and really set you up well for the day. Some of them go into manifestation, which I love. Um, but a lot of 
what I need to practice every day is centering myself and grounding myself. And what I've started to do is when I wake up before I properly check all of my messages and get into the day, I sit at the end of my bed and I have a beautiful look out into, um, you know, trees and vegetation and I can see all the birds. There's a lot of cockatoos around in the morning and I sit there and do my deep breathing, breathing in through your belly, having a really long out breath and breathing out like you're breathing through a straw. So your out breath is a lot longer. And I sit there, do my breathing, recenter myself and then focus on all my feelings. So what can I see right now? Then I close my eyes. What can I feel right now? How does my body feel today? What can I hear right now? And I go through all the sounds and I focus on each individual sound. And it's a process that I've gotten into that just snaps my body out of whatever, you know, wacky vibration it's on and brings me back to the present moment. It is so beneficial for me. So have a look. There are meditation apps like Smiling Mind, Calm. I've used all of them at some point. Um, There's meditations you can find just on like Spotify, for example. I also really like Insight Timer. I would really recommend downloading that if you are looking to get into meditations um, or mindfulness practices. I also have on there like some sleep soundscapes, which I play at night, a form of meditation for me, but they really help me to get to sleep. So that is number three. Number four, we have movement. Find your movement, find what works for you, find a movement that is realistic for you. And I read a book a couple of months ago that was talking about finding a movement that actually energizes you because exercise is supposed to make you feel energized. It's supposed to make you feel good. So if you're just working out, doing some really like hectic hit session, you know, every single day of the week and you're feeling just so tired and sluggish after, um, whilst there's benefits, of course, like I'm in no way bagging like hit workouts or anything. I do them, but I don't do them every day anymore because they do take a lot of energy out of me and I've found moving my body in other ways, as well as incorporating that cardio fitness and HIIT fitness. There's other ways of movement that make me feel invigorated and powerful and make my body feel good. Um, For me, that's weights. I do love weight training. I also love my Pilates, mat work or reformer. I do both. I go in and out of my seasons with yoga, but yoga is so good for you and having those really calming strength toning session even it comes down to sport if they're if you live in a really beautiful area and you find walking really helpful go on as many walks as you can I love a good walk um but also like sporting if you can join a sporting team like a social sport that you really enjoy maybe that's mixed indoor netball maybe that's tennis whatever that looks like for you find that movement that you are excited to do and also Find someone to keep you accountable as well. Um, I love doing those things with people. I don't have many, uh, I don't have a gym buddy, for example. (laughs) I don't go, I don't do a lot of exercise with others. But when I do, especially like a walk, I turn a walk into a social interaction. Like you can meet up with a friend and go for an 8K walk, catch up on the walk and you've just like killed two birds with one stone. It's great. Number five, a good mood playlist. Do yourself a favor. If you follow me on Spotify, 
go look up my playlist morning espresso it really works for me take songs that you like from that and make your own whatever it is but that is my playlist for my good energy I play it every single day every single day I play that playlist and it makes such a difference to my vibration when I'm just like making my bed getting changed in the morning, doing my makeup, I play this playlist and all of the songs in there uplift my mood no matter how I'm feeling, even if I'm feeling a bit anxious or worried about something. It really just changes the game for me. Music is such a powerful tool to your mindset. So find music that makes you feel good and create your ultimate good morning playlist. Might sound really simple, but try it. Try it and trust me. Another habit that I have started that has really contributed to how I feel overall is not drinking coffee for the first few hours of the morning. I say this with a grain of salt because some mornings it's a little bit harder when I have a really busy schedule or I'm going to be out for literally like 12 hours of the day. I kind of don't have a choice. I don't want to go buy coffee later. So I make and have my coffee earlier. Um, But Generally, I try and stick to this as much as possible and it is really, really beneficial for me. I feel the difference, Um, but it just gives your body and your hormones a chance to balance out naturally in the morning because I feel like when you wake up in the morning, you're often a little bit, well, I am anyway, a little bit startled and you're just like kind of, you have to spend that time getting yourself into the right mindset. I don't often just wake up in the right mindset. You're often worried about something coming up for the day or worried about something happening later in the week. And I need that time to let my body just go, okay, you're okay. You're safe. You're well. Let's work out what kind of mindset we're going to go into today with. And once, yeah, you've had that chance to balance your body out, have a lot of water, hydrate yourself, You just feel so much better for it and you can enjoy your coffee a little bit more. I felt like I got to the point where like there was like a very small margin between when I'd open my eyes and when I'd have a sip of coffee and I almost stopped tasting the coffee. So now it's like I look forward to it. I can enjoy it. It's like a whole process for me and I love it. But the actual like physical change that I've noticed in myself is huge. My next habit for you is do not disturb. We need to stop being so available for everybody because we live in a world where everything is so quick. Everything needs to be done at the snap of your fingers. And I've really tried my hardest to challenge that and to challenge my relationship with my phone. So I go on do not disturb all the time. I used to go on flight mode, which I do occasionally, but it's a little bit harder to do as an adult, I feel. But do not disturb is so beneficial for me to not have my phone, you know, lighting up with new notifications. I've turned a lot of my notifications off. I don't have notifications for most social media apps that I have um, purely because I don't want to feel that sense of, oh, someone's messaged me. Someone wants me. I need to reply right now. I've, ch- I've had to work so hard on myself to get out of that mindset and stop being so available for people. Of course, like if someone calls me, like if my girlfriend calls me or messages me and needs to talk, I'm there. But this is just generally, you know, the everyday notifications that you need to stop being so available for. And the cool thing, if you've got an iPhone, I don't 100% know how it works for different 
phone models, but I know for iPhone, there's different types of do not disturb. So you can like categorize what you want your do not disturb to look like for different modes or different um, chunks of your day, um, depending on yeah what notifications you want to come through and which ones you don't. But I always have do not disturb on. I think it's between 7 p.m. and 6 a.m. I don't have notifications on my phone and I spend as much of my morning as I can without looking at my notifications to just kind of train my brain into feeling like it doesn't need to be available all the time for everyone. I need to show up for myself first. And when I am in the right mindset, I can then check my notifications and do those kinds of things. But yeah, stop being available to everyone all the time. It is such a draining process to be constantly in that state of feeling like you need to be on all the time for everyone and turn your notifications off. Come on. (laughs) And my last one is social interaction. I have realized in the last year how much of a social person I am coming out of the pandemic when a lot of our work situations changed. And especially for me, like my uni situation changed. It was very um, much a solo thing. There was a lot more online classes and I guess I just got out of the practice of being so social. Whereas now um, I have learned how important it is for me to maintain being social and to be the one that organizes things. Don't wait for other people to organize things. I kind of had to train my brain to think of that. But if you want to have coffee with a girlfriend, if you want to go for a walk, message people and don't wait for other people to message you. I really just value social interaction so much and I realize as I'm getting older and even as I move out on my own, um, I know how important social interaction is going to be for me because when I'm not social, when I'm not engaging with good energy people that I want to surround myself with and when I spend too much time on my own, that's when I start to overthink. I get anxious. I feel lonely. Whatever the feeling is, that's just when I start to not feel my best. So social interaction is huge for me, whether that's even just calling up my mom or my sister or a friend on the way home from work or whatever that looks like. Um, Because I know as adults, it's very hard if you've got friends like mine. Everyone's so busy. Everyone's schedules are so different. It is a struggle sometimes to find time to all meet up but if you can it is so beneficial to have that outlet and this isn't just texting texting doesn't do it for me it's the hearing someone's voice hearing someone's tone and how they accentuate words and whatnot that is what really energizes me but yeah essentially those are the top daily habits that I have that have honestly changed my life and have really rerouted me to feeling like my best and showing up as my best every day. And I hope me sharing a little bit more about them has inspired you to take on some of these into your own morning routine and really elevate your morning routine. There is so much power in a good morning routine. Like it can really make or break your day. And if you don't have one already, I would really encourage you to establish one because 
you will feel so much better for it. Um, however, that looks for you because all of our lives are very different. I do hope that this um, gave you a little bit of inspiration in that department. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to continue the conversation, our Instagram is at the intuition co underscore, and that is where you will be updated on future episodes, important discussions. And yeah, if you've got any recommendations for future episodes, please let me know. I will talk to you in the next episode, but for now, remember you are appreciated, you are capable and you are loved. Bye for now.